0: Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. I'm your host and author of today's sleep story, Erin. I don't know about you, but back in the early 2000s, I was obsessed with the show Scrubs. It felt groundbreaking and amazing, and I had the biggest crush on Zach Braff. And when he did Garden State, I I saw him in this serious role, and I was like, "Oh my God, he's depressed. I'm depressed." He's like, he's he's perfect. He's he's gorgeous. He understands sadness, and um, you know, I thought he deserved an episode. So let's get right to it. Find a quiet, comfortable space. Close your eyes. Take some deep, calming breaths and prepare to lose yourself in this week's silly sleep story called Zach Braff and the email of doom. When Zach Braff woke that morning, he rubbed his eyes and looked out the window. What greeted him was the stunning sight of the sun high in the bright blue spring sky and an email from his ex-roommate and best friend with the subject line that said, please don't delete. His first instinct was to delete it, but after realizing it had been 20 years since he had last spoken to Q-Tip and things had gotten so heated that they'd pulled off their shirts and tried to fight each other that maybe it was worth listening to what he had to say. It all came back in a flash. Things had come to a head that day after Zach Braff had landed the lead in the new show Scrubs that would catapult him to stardom. And Q-Tip had just lost out on the role of Scott Evil to Seth Green and Austin Powers. Despite being best friends, since they were children, they split that day, never to speak to each other again. He cautiously opened the email, popped on his reading glasses, and took in the words. Dear Zach, I know that we haven't talked in a while, and I don't want to get into the whole tit-for-tat for who did what to who. I just want a chance to apologize. I'm in AA now and I'm working the steps, but now that I've reached the fifth step, I know that it's finally time to make things right with you. There are things that I did to you that you might not be aware of and that I need to ask your forgiveness for. Zach Braff took a deep breath. He always knew that Q-Tip had a deep and troubling love of booze and drugs and and he was relieved to know that Q-Tip was finally getting his life together. But what things could he possibly have to beg forgiveness for? When we were in fifth grade, I told everyone that you had lost one of your balls in a mini golf accident. Remember when you couldn't figure out why everyone was calling you Uno? Well, that was why. I got mad that you stole my idea for Halloween costume that year. And while technically I'm only supposed to apologize for things I did when I was using, I thought this one maybe shouldn't be left off the list. When I had to watch you dressed in your fried chicken costume made lovingly by your mother, and I looked like a dick in balls in my drumstick costume from Kmart, my rage ran wild. Okay, let's, let's just get into it now. Whew. When we moved to LA to try and make it big and we got that apartment in Silver Lake, man, those were some of the best days of my life also some of the worst it wasn't until then that i discovered the wonderful world of booze and blow we were just two young guys making our way in the world but once i discovered how much i love drinking mouthwash and smoking crack things took a turn for me and now i'm finally starting to write them remember when you got really mad because you got mono from your girlfriend and i convinced you she must be cheating on you and you broke up with her even though you'd already bought her an engagement ring Well, when you were gone one day, I invited my buddy Lazy Dan over so we could huff gas and watch NASCAR, and he used your toothbrush to clean an infection he had on the top of his dick. We had a good laugh about it then, and then I totally forgot it in my hazy, huffing memories until you got super sick, and then I was too much of a coward to tell you what had really happened. I know how much you loved her, and I'm so sorry for that one. Like, my bad, for sure. Okay. This is getting a little easier. The more I get into it. Okay. Remember the time that someone broke into our apartment and stole your laptop, your underwear, and your bag of Snyder's pretzels that your mom had sent you special from New Jersey and like literally nothing else. well, I'm ashamed to say that one was also me. I got wasted on Listerine and shoe polish and threw your laptop off the balcony when I couldn't get LimeWire to download the new TLC album. Then I took all your underwear and sold them to Greasy Terry for a few poppers. And then I ate all your pretzels when I was coming down in a weird shame spiral. Sorry about that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling good about this. Okay. Once your mom called to wish you a happy birthday, but... I answered the phone and then I tried to have phone sex with her. She didn't forget your birthday that year like you thought she had. She was just afraid to call back in case I answered. I also did the same thing with your sister and your grandfather that year. It was a weird year. I don't know what else to say. My bad i used to dump out all your kosher pickles the special ones that you would get from the jewish deli that were like really really special i would dump them out throw them away and replace them with non-kosher ones i know that was just me being petty i I don't have a better excuse i was also the one that kept shitting in your cat's litter box but i think you maybe already knew that was me so i don't know i went back and forth about having that on the list okay here's a biggie i was the one who wrecked your car There was no hit and run. You had flown out to New York for an audition, and I borrowed your car. I went bar hopping that night, and then I came home, and everything was fine. I tucked myself safely into bed, and I fell asleep. And when I woke up in the morning, there were Taco Bell wrappers all in my bed, and your car was all smashed up, and I had toothpaste in my hair. I have no memory of taking it to Taco Bell. I don't remember going through a drive-through. Somehow I managed to pay for food that one's on me buddy my bad i'm sorry i know what you're probably thinking that we have to be getting close to the end you know how many more things could there possibly be but sadly my old friend we're just getting started every time that i told you we were out of microwave popcorn what i meant was there was only enough left for me okay on to the next one i borrowed your shakira cd and when you asked me if i had I don't know why, but I looked you right in the face and I said, no. And when you asked, are you sure? Cause you were the last one that had it. Maybe you could just go check. I called you a bitch and walked away and gave you the finger. And then I waited until you left the house and put it under your pillow to make you feel like an asshole. Like you had falsely accused me of something. I don't even know why I did that. I wasn't even on anything that day. Did it, did it work? Did you feel like an asshole? I don't know. We never talked about it again. Remember when I finally booked a job and then I found out that it was for a drug commercial for incontinence and colostomy bags and I was so mad and you remember what you told me? There's always a silver lining, at least it's a job. I took 10% of the money that I made from that job and I bought a ton of meth. I took the other 90% of the money and I rented a billboard in the valley for a week. On the billboard was that picture of you from your graduation party, the one where you're kissing your hot cousin Annie, and the words, I know, I'm so ashamed to say this, abortion isn't just for uggos anymore. It made sense at the time but i can't remember the joke now i just remember being really mad at you for always being so upbeat and things were going so good for you anyway this last one is a doozy and i want to ask you to remember that i was in the deepest depths of my addiction when i did this i mean after that big fight that we had i didn't have anywhere to go and from the moment that scrubs debuted you were in this whole other world and then you started getting really, really famous and getting movie roles, and I knew that you wouldn't notice. Um, And by the time you you did, maybe I would be back on my feet. Okay, so here it is. I stole your identity and your social security number, and I started a new life in Omaha. I married a girl named Julie, and we had three kids together. I also went on disability after a fall from a telephone pole no i wasn't working for the phone company i was just trying to steal the copper wire i was on disability for nine years until julie left me and took the kids which is how i ended up in the program so anyway we've come full circle Whew! i feel so much better getting that all out in the open thank you for reading this if you opened it and um big Yo bro, I'm sorry for everything. Wish me luck though on my sobriety and I'll come visit if I'm ever in LA again though. I probably won't be because they're still worn out for my arrest. Um oh, there is one thing I left off the list. Yeah, I opened an illegal gambling ring in the basement of a PF Chang's, but I didn't include that because it didn't really it didn't really relate to you. That one got sent to greasy Terry because he was my partner in that and I let him take the fall for the whole thing. But anyway, that's a whole other story later bro love and hugs q-tip zach braff was devastated he sat back pulled off his glasses and contemplated all of the things that q-tip had just confessed to his life could have been so different the fact that he broke up with his soon-to-be fiance because he thought she had cheated and given him mono was truly disturbing. But he could forgive him because, you know, he wouldn't be where he was today without that series of events. So, okay, deep breath. On to the next thing. Okay, I don't think he thought that I'm ever going to be able to get past some of the rest. If I ever fucking see Q-tip... I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna kill him whoo the end so that's it for this week I hope everyone had a nice week I hope everything was well I hope I hope you had a good meal at some point I hope that you had a good nap at some point I know it seems like we might be coming to the end of Everyone, you know, working from home and having this really, really different schedule where maybe you could nap in the middle of the day. Maybe you haven't had to put on real pants in a year. Um, you know, and I, and I think the thing that we need to remember at this point is just to enjoy those little moments because even though we've been having them for a year and and everything is still so confusing and hard someday you're gonna look back on this period in your life and go oh my god I took so many naps I wish I could still take that many naps and be a little bit jealous so you know try to remember things and and keep everything in perspective everything in the world is a dumpster fire it's scary and weird and you haven't hugged your grandma in a year but you're never again going to have this kind of luxurious house attire until you're retired. So try to enjoy it. I mean, we do the best we can with what we've got. So on that note, until next week, I hope you sleep well.